0: Hi and welcome to today's casual mind podcast. My name is Anna
1: and I'm Robert. Enjoy.
0: Hello again. Hello. So in today's uh, episode we wanted to discuss games and how uh, each one of them uh, teaches you something when while you play it. We're uh, it's a casual mind podcast and while we did a lot of fun stuff until now we decided to take it a step further and to uh, see how games affect the mind
1: that's a really nice uh, way of putting it <laughs> and maybe how the mind affects the games too yes yeah cool um do you have some games in mind yeah, we could
0: start <laughs> with puzzle as it is a uh, simple game
1: so any sort of puzzle yes okay
0: so i was thinking that the puzzle is more about concentration and uh, patience it teaches you how to really sit through it through the process and find each piece and find the the right spot for it Mm -hmm. because i don't think without patience that you can actually complete it
1: I think you cannot complete it without um, being organized, also. So if you're not organized enough, you cannot find the pieces, and therefore you start losing patience. Yes. So maybe it's a combination between the two. But yeah, but uh, does this apply for like regular board puzzles that are like the flat ones, or also the? The ones that are 3d and uh, the room escape ones ish that because we have some puzzles and we have a couple of puzzles that are like 500 pieces i don't know what's that 1000 2000 the yeah. blue one yeah One
0: thousand.
1: and then we have also some puzzles that are come in like a box or um, like in um, in some iq puzzles um and some um we also have a rubik's cube and um, how do you feel about these ones? Do you feel like the same applies for them even if they are in the same puzzle category or that they teach you something different?
0: I think it's the same, but they also teach you to think outside the box because not all of them are straightforward. You need to think of a different angle in order to sort them. Mm. For a regular puzzle, you just know that there's a picture you need to get to the picture here you need to disassemble assemble do something that you don't quite actually know how to don't know the steps
1: i think from all the puzzles that we have probably the rubik's cube is the closest one to an uh, um, old school puzzle type of um, game because you know what you need to end up with you just need to um do the math and do some calculations and move the pieces in a specific order but the other ones you don't know what you're going to end up with for example the boxes that we have that you need to open to see what's in what's inside them you you don't know how and what you need to do so you start as you say thinking outside the box so that that's really really cool part that the puzzles can be both inside box thinking with structuring and stuff like that and also outside the box yes what other games do you have in mind or game types
0: i was thinking about the 20 questions that we did in mm, the last episode
1: okay. yeah that's a good one
0: because i think it's should not just we, a should simple we first game uh,
1: introduce the game to the viewers that didn't to the viewers to the listeners that didn't uh, um,
0: yes i think we should do that
1: okay do you want to okay um i'll do it it's fine <laughs> um 20 questions is a game where like how we play it at least we have one person writing down uh, a piece of paper or on a phone or somewhere or a specific word that they're thinking and it doesn't have to be specific like uh, uh, hydrochloric acid or something like this uh it has to be something quite general so that people can find it, such as a door and then um, uh, the people that are playing this game they can e- either play in teams or they can uh, gather all of uh, all of them in one big team and I have 20 questions to to reach the uh, end of uh, of the game and uh, throughout these 20 questions they need to uh, answer the questions in such a way so that they kind of start figuring out what you wrote on the phone or on the piece of paper and um because it's a bit difficult we decided to add in a hint that they can access at any point during the game and um yeah i think that's pretty much summing it up you don't have yes. a time limit or something
0: no i don't think you have but i know there are some variations of the game where it's not just um uh, uh, guessing the word but also a situation Mm -hmm. but it's a lot harder and Uh, you really need to think with
1: the the word (laughs) and then move to the situation but what do you think that this one uh, teaches you i interrupted you rudely
0: (laughs) i was uh, thinking that it teaches you that in any situation there are i can i don't want to say wrong questions and right questions but it kind of is because if you want to find something faster or to actually get the insight you need to ask the right questions for it
1: Mm -hmm. it also is is a yeah i think you're right but i think it's also part especially if you're playing with uh, a lot more people uh, part of the game is that you consult with your team players and you figure out a way to to go down the right path Uh, and that's how you would form those right questions because you might think of something and the other player that's playing with you might think of something else and then you can figure out how to ask the question so that you both get the answer from one single question or something like this
0: and also how to formulate the right the question that will not uh, lead you astray but will yeah. keep you on the right track and not make you oh, lose yeah. five more because questions the for example.
1: person that thinks of the word uh, doesn't is not allowed to say anything but yes or no so other than the hint of course uh it's not allowed to say uh, uh, more than yes or no but yeah that's a uh, that's an interesting game That maybe we'll play, someday soon again, hopefully. Um, what we, other games do you have uh, in mind? Do you have some more on this uh, topic, or do you want me to to say uh, what games I, I have in mind?
0: If you have any games, you can.
1: Just um, okay. Um, yeah. So I was thinking. I was just looking around what games we have, and um, I was thinking of um, games such as activity uh, which is pretty much a game that teaches you how to express yourself in different types and uh, in different scenarios Uh, because in the game you need to (coughs) you need to pick a card and that card defines the difficulty and then you need to see what you need to do and how you need to express the specific word or couple of words on that card Uh, whether it's you need to mime it whether it's that you need to talk about it but not specify the exact word or um, draw it draw it or there was was it something no No? there are
0: three ways.
1: yeah and um, that kind of uh, makes you think though forces you to think in a way that your team player thinks because this is the way that they're gonna guess what you're talking about So you're going to try to get in your team player's mind and get some connections that uh, you both have in order to to make the team player guess what uh, what's going on in uh, in the card and this way you um, move on uh, on the board
0: and i think it also helps when uh, every there is a moment when uh, everyone is allowed to guess and you want to focus on your team for them to guess and if you make a if you need to mime it, and you mime in a different way that only your team gets, you have yeah, a lot that more chances of. advantage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Um, then I think uh, Monopoly is pretty straightforward. I think uh, we're not gonna go into that. Uh, we also didn't play that much, um, but it's mainly as far as I remember and as far as I can tell, it's mainly a game that teaches you how to do right decisions uh in order to uh, cooperate or take over and
0: make some strategies to 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 win
1: so it basically teaches you a bit of financial um uh, management for your own uh, sake into buying and selling houses and stuff like that yes and then what else do we we have
0: you get poker chess this category
1: yeah this category is a bit different because i mean i think we should keep chess for a whole other episode because we can also talk about the queen's gambit and uh, uh, we can we can take that in a in deeper analysis in a future episode but if we are to think of uh, of poker uh, yeah i i don't know what do you think
0: i was thinking that it teaches you to pay attention to details and to understand your opponent
1: Mm. and if you get something that's really good to not show your cards basically with your face expression or your emotions and stuff like this to keep it for yourself as it's not gonna necessarily help you uh, in the game
0: you need to know how to express yourself in the right way so you win
1: yeah so it teaches you how to be a bit fake maybe
0: yeah which is not necessarily a good thing but
1: it's also math I think because you get 2 out of those I think it's 52 I think it's 54 cards in total in the deck with the jokers Mm -hmm. but you get 2 out of those 52 cards so there's 50 cards left in the deck and then based on the cards that you have you can make uh, an assumption of what's your um, statistics regarding winning and how, how, uh, how good are your odds winning the round and then after the first three cards uh, appear on the table then your statistics either grow or uh, or uh, low lower themselves in mm-hmm. um but
0: but yeah throughout the game you need to be really attentive to each to detail and everything mm-hmm. eh? everything that's happening around you
1: yeah yeah and if you have ADHD, I think that's a really good <laughs> game to play. Of course, not, not with real money, unless you're an expert or something like this. But yeah, just casually. To,
0: I don't know. think it's a good idea to play on money with your friends or family. Mm, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. No. And I don't think you should... like. I don't think any of these games should become a habit. Because it's, it shouldn't... You should just... I don't know if you should but you shouldn't have it as a habit that's just my opinion because once you go down that path uh, you you start going into extremes of I think
0: game. these games are either as a, a social way of expressing yourself of being in a community or a way to escape from the reality for a short period of time as with puzzles
1: mm. what other board games do we have? I know we have uh, Ligretta. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which is a card game which uh, aims for you to get rid of all your cards faster than uh, the other players mm. by uh, putting them on the table in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it's not a. Uh, you take your turn, then I take mine. You take Everybody's your time. Turn Everyone is. is playing at the Whenever same time
1: want, yeah and it's a whole chaos on the table you
0: know? yeah you need a big table okay it depends how many people are playing but i think you can play up to
1: 12. yeah it's i, I saw some some games that uh, literally filled out a four persons table with cards just because the game is uh, sometimes it takes a long time to finish because you cannot find that one card <laughs> <laughs> and then you get stuck at it but yeah so what does this game teaches you
0: this is a i think a reaction game yeah so it teaches you how to be really fast and uh, see everything that's happening and at the same time see what's happening in your hands but also it teaches you how to create a not not a routine but you have your own steps that you're taking so it's easier for you to be uh just looking some habits that uh, yeah. help
1: you win this yeah maybe yeah, the way be. of keeping the cards in your
0: hand game. in your hand or the way you organize them on the table it still it's it differs so from a person that's to why person. you beat
1: me i told all, all, all <laughs> the rounds we played this game <laughs> okay um and then we also have um exploding kittens Which is a game that uh, is pretty recent, and um, I think it was started on Kickstarter or something similar to this. And it was the most founded game on Kickstarter, it was really cool. What I didn't get it, uh, and that has nothing to do with the game itself, that has something to do with the company that makes this game, is why not produce cards that have the same back in different areas of the world. Yeah. uh because you also need like the with the base version i think you can play in up to four people but if you want to play with more people you need to buy an extra pack and that extra pack usually has a different back cover to it and that does not help at all
0: <laughs> i think the extra pack has a standard back but in europe the at least around. they I have yeah, they have a I'm... different
1: but we had this uh, this problem and we contacted them and they were really prompt and sent us uh, uh, different packs that works with the extension so they are really prompt at doing this maybe it was some fault from their end but coming back to the game um it's basically um a game where each player is dealt a couple of cards i don't remember seven eight or something like this and you have basically two lives you have one diffuse card which is alive, and then if you kind of lose that one, you have only one life. And uh, you need to keep it because if gonna,
0: uh, you get an exploding kitten, then you're out of the game.
1: Yeah. And these exploding kittens are put in the pack randomly. It's shuffled, and then you, if you pick it, then you can diffuse it, or if you don't have it, then you're pretty much dead. And then you have some dead cards and you have some uh, action cards such as I don't know attack skip around no skip a turn I think shuffle the deck see four cards into the deck what's going on uh, I don't know uh, pick all the exploding kittens and put them on the top of the deck so that mm. everybody else is pretty much. Uh, i think it was also with.
0: something about marking someone's card so yeah,
1: yeah so someone has to turn a card the other way around so that um, we okay. all see what card it is uh also they had something where you put you have to put all your cards down and you need to draw a card and if you draw an exploding kit, and then you need to find your diffuse it's like pretty much guess where your diffuse <laughs> kit is
0: and then lose a lot of cards in the process
1: <laughs> yeah but um this game teaches you quite a lot i think um, um it um, it's quite a strategy game in in my opinion
0: yes you need to have a really good strategy in order to and it has a lot of
1: rules it. i we did, just went through i don't know like 10 percent of the rules maybe <laughs> um but yeah you should definitely uh, check it out i think it's really good because it teaches you um it's also because people can see for example if you draw an exploding kitten and then you die then you have to put that then you don't die you defuse it then you have to put that exploding kitten back into the pack and then people can see where you put it in the pack and you can play with their minds and play with their uh, turns by doing different uh, type of actions regarding this so i think it's uh it's pretty it's pretty good um, it also teaches you how to to i don't know um, realize when to attack when to
0: and it teaches you with time what cards to actually keep and what to yeah. use because there are some cards that you always want to have on hand yeah. in case something happens
1: yeah, yeah definitely but yeah uh, and i think this concludes our um, game um, uh, tabletop Uh, psychological stuff I have some more uh, regarding uh, video games because I think if we're tackling games you cannot talk you cannot not talk about (laughs) video games uh, as it's such a huge uh, part of the industry so Um,
0: I think we'll do another one on that topic
1: yeah yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna hopefully you'll let us know if uh, you want us to do another one on uh, on the game topic Um, but that would be pretty much it from uh, from the casual mind about casual games (laughs) and
0: let us know which what is your favorite board games
1: yeah maybe we can do a session where we call you and we play together Mm. in the future but let's see good thank you for watching And for listening, uh, as you know, now we have uh, an Instagram page uh, and we have a Facebook page. We upload our podcast on YouTube also. So um, Spotify, YouTube, Apple podcasts. You can pretty much find us anywhere if you search for Casual Mind. And um, we appreciate it uh, if you do so uh, remember to stay with a casual mind